Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, December 2, and finally the last, last month of this awful 2020 is starting. It is also the 10 month, 10 month of with Italian News. I start this new video with a historical news that does not concern Italy but the United Kingdom, which they officially approved the use of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine that will be available in the country from next week. The UK thus becomes the first country in the world to approve a coronavirus vaccine for widespread use. The rest of the European Union, where this decision depends on the European Drug Agency, unfortunately will have to wait a little longer. The final evaluation, hopefully positive, will arrive only next December 29 for the Pfizer vaccine and next January 12 for the Moderna vaccine. Meanwhile, today the Italian Minister of Health announced the government's plan to vaccinate Italy in 2021. <clears throat> First, the doctors and health workers will be vaccinating and immediately afterwards the patients of the residences for the elderly. <clears throat> Italy, which has 60 million inhabitants, will have 202 million doses of vaccine from the first quarter of the new year. Each vaccine, according to current knowledge, needs to be administered twice and no one knows yet how long the immunity will last. It'll be the Italian army to logistically manage the plan, which the government defines as dynamic because it depends on the availability of the doses that will come gradually from different pharmaceutical companies, <clears throat> on the basis of which Italy will organize the administration of the doses. A network will be set up to monitor the vaccinations through a new proper information structure connected with regional systems. Even following what's suggested by Europe, Italy will not start with the obligation of vaccination, but will focus on information and persuasion. Then the government will also decide on how the Italians will react. The distribution of the vaccine will be entirely public, centralized state management. While trying to figure out what we can do and what we won't be allowed to do at Christmas and New Year's Eve, a serious problem concerns elderly people living alone in their houses. In Italy, there are 3 million elderly people over 75 years old who live alone, about 80% are women. Among those over 70 years old, 51% live no more than a mile away from their nearest child and 20% live together, while 8.9% have no children live alone and 0.9% have children living distant, either in Italy or abroad. <clears throat> As far as the loneliness of the third age is concerned, once again that there are two Italy's. The northern one, where the phenomenon of the elderly living far away from relatives is more accentuated, and the southern one, where the majority of the elderly still live within the family. And this Christmas, if reunification is not possible, risks to be particularly hard for those who are waiting for the holidays to see their families. It'll be the Christmas of a thousand gemics, which is always the national rule here in Italy. Pharmacies and analysis laboratories are now sold out for the crowd that on December 23rd has already booked thousands of rapid swaps that they think should allow, if negative, to see the loved ones at lunch or dinner. Although many doctors explain that rapid swaps do not give absolute certainty and therefore even with a negative rapid swap there is always the risk of taking or giving the virus. Instead, many people will rely on technology respecting the distances to be safe they will be able to eat together connected via Skype, watch the same movie connected via smartphone or tablet or laptop, 
keep each other company with a long phone call, leave their gifts on the landing instead of putting them under the Christmas trees, cut the Pantone virtually at the same time during a video call. It's not the same thing as doing it together, of course, it's not. <clears throat> and there will be no kisses or hugs for many of us, but it's, if it's the price to pay for staying healthy, many of us think that it's worth it. <clears throat> A recent report claims that those of us living in the Italian cities in 93% of cases are dissatisfied with the management of their cities. You can bet that I'm definitely one of them here in Rome. The percentage is the result of road problems crucial for a high proportion of citizens, the degradation of some areas and the urban fabric where neighborhoods are not self-sufficient and force people to move to access many services. Having to commute, spending several hours in traffic, is one of the keys to today's dissatisfaction. So the hope for the city of tomorrow is threefold. Enhanced transportation to facilitate travel, an urban fabric that is friendly to sustainable means of transport and neighborhoods redesigned to be self-sufficient with no more divisions between dormitory areas or other ones exclusively dedicated to work. The need to intervene, according to this report, on abandoned areas of the city is urgent for everybody. The clear majority of respondents have in mind a model based on collaboration between the public and private sectors in all phases of work, from design to construction and maintenance of the necessary goods and infrastructure. The final expectation is that of strongly digitized, green, inclusive cities. When asked what it means to upgrade cities, 48% translates the answer into simplifying everyday's life, 44% into making it greener and more sustainable, 36% safer, 24% more inclusive, and only 14% more beautiful. Maybe because no matter what, Italian cities already are very beautiful. But despite a thousand problems of everything that is public, state, and entrusted to our nation and local governments, <clears throat> there is always so much innovation and sustainability in Italy. Today, I tell you about the FOCUS project, FOCUS is the acronym of Filter of Cigarettes Reused Safely. It is a project of the University of Pisa in Tuscany, which will allow in agriculture to grow plants and substrates composed of cigarette buds. In practice, a new procedure has been devised that will transform cigarette buds into an inert and biodegradable substrate on which we will be able to grow ornamental plants and shrubs. In addition, thanks to the use of special algae, it will also be possible to obtain biofuel from it, fuel from it. As I always say, Italian genius is going to save the world one innovation at a time. It's all for today, it's all for now, so please stay safe, please stay healthy, take care of yourselves, wear your mask and respect the distance, and please, please uh, share this video, um, uh, please tell your friends that these videos are trying to explain you what happens in Italy every uh, other day. Uh, it's all for today, it's all for now. I'll see you on Friday. Ciao from Rome.